Captain Oker, Spectrum, sir. I'm here to take charge of security. Oh, hello, Captain. Uh, listen, about this Mr. On Threat Against My Life, surely they must have more important people to bump off than me. We've not even covered a Captain Scarlet episode for quite a while now. Do I really have to stay in this underground bunker? It's very necessary, sir. Your safety is Spectrum's responsibility. You'll be safe here. Oh, you're forgetting how well I know that a Spectrum Maximum Security Building is one of the least safe places on Earth. Oh well, since you're here, you may as well press the button on the randomizer for me. Thanks. That should have done the trick. Ah, excellent. Sounds like your colleagues up top are doing another sterling job. Everything's fine. Nothing to report. SIG, Captain Magenta. Oh, classic. Anyway, what does the printout say? Oh. Oh, I recognise that look. It's a bad one today, isn't it? It'd be deceiving you to say it wasn't. Right, let me see. Ah, yes. A good show, but definitely a curiously lacklustre episode, if I remember correctly. Ah, well, let's get it over with. Here's Stingray with Subterranean Sea. We'll handle it. I hope you're right. Anything can happen in the next half hour. So here we are with Subterranean Sea and... There are episodes of each of the Jerry Anson shows that uh, I know better than others. And then there are some where I know that I've seen them multiple times. Uh, many of the early supercars are like this. I know I've seen them. Do I remember anything about them? Very little. And I have a feeling that with Subterranean Sea, there's probably a good reason for that. I just have this odd feeling that nothing actually happens. Um, anyway, we're kicking things off in a very relatively, for this show actually, quite surprisingly unconvincing underwater base. We're through the Earth's mantle. Wonderful, Andrews. It's been a long Soon we'll be able to tap the pockets of Stallman's gas. Oh, no, 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 we're not doing that. Heaven knows what life that sea holds. We've got to find out. Contact okay, so this is potentially a really exciting, interesting discovery with far-reaching consequences. I have a feeling none of this is going to lead to anything, but let's find out. It's great to be going on vacation. Uh, I, I wonder how the girls are making out. Ah, oh, see, because they're girls, they're, they're having trouble with their, their, their packing, they can't close the suitcase, they've also got lots more suitcases. We're on our way. Sure thing, Troy. It's, you see, the joke is because women, it's like... I hate that stuff. And I think... Didn't Thunderbirds do that? Isn't there a shot of, like, Fab One's um, boot overflowing with um, suitcases and such? I want to say that's in Thunderbirds 6. Also, Fireball XL5 Space Vacation did the same joke. It's not funny, is it? I mean, maybe in the era this was made. I'm sure even then it probably wasn't, like... Uh, a particularly groundbreaking joke. Why, Stingray? You've got other vessels you could use. Yeah, I have, but I happen to think Troy and but we haven't had them built yet. We we only have the model of Stingray. I'm noticing actually for the first time, and I can't believe I'm only just noticing this. Again, it's another instance of the amazing attention to detail on these shows. The rusting in the underwater section of the launch bay 
the, the doors to the launch tube are sort of rusting around the edges and there's a pump there. It looks like a pump near the door that's all rusted and rotting. It's uh, it, it all makes it look so much more realistic. It's very well done. And again, that's stock footage from multiple other episodes, so I'm not sure why I'm giving the credit to this one. Drilling cam from Stingray. Permission to enter base. Stingray from Drilling Cam. Proceed. Well, from the exterior, the Drilling Camp model doesn't actually have any rooms big enough to house Stingray. Stingray came sort of cruising up to it, and it's visibly bigger than every room on the base, but now suddenly we're in this... Uh, sort of elevator dock thing. Our aim, Captain, has been to find out what is beneath the Earth's crust. Now that question mark can be removed. We know what is down there, at this point anyway. An ocean. An ocean? So where do we come in? That is your job to explore it. Why would you need our famous ocean-going vessel to investigate an ocean? I cannot get my head around this. We've taken Come on, Troy. You must have a vague inkling of why you're here. When do we start? Anytime you're ready. An elevator will lower you two miles. We're a very casual scientific expedition here, Captain. You know, it's a massive historically important discovery, but you know, whenever you get round to it. This is another very odd element of this episode, which I suppose has to be there to get the story going. They found this subterranean sea, but they've already built a perfectly functional lift mechanism to get Stingray down there, like a proper walled shaft. It's not just a hole, it has got like support beams and everything extending right down beneath the Earth's core. Or beneath the Earth's crust, I should say, not beneath the core, that would be silly. And this is not a very silly episode by any means. We're deeper than any craft's ever been before. The meter just can't gauge it. Okay. You'd think after the uh, trouble they had in the big gun, when they went... They they did find a subterranean sea in that episode as well, didn't they? And they were amazed by it then. Um, and they had Stingray specially reinforced to, uh, to to handle the stresses. You'd think their instruments might have been updated when that those hull modifications were done. They're giving off a green light now. Troy has now acquired a... A snazzy pair of sunglasses from we know not where. There must be a pretty strong current down here. You can say that again. <laughs> yeah, you guys are visibly out of control, and yet you're treating this as a nice leisurely Sunday stroll. We're picking up speed. Oh, maybe we ought to do something, Phones. Look out for those rocks! What rocks? Oh, never mind. <laughs> Found them. There's some more rocks here. Let's crash into those as well. We're gonna roll over! point where you would maybe recommend Stingray have seatbelts. I mean, Marina has could have suffered major internal injuries the knock she's just taken. I do, as much as the effects sometimes aren't quite up to, to the usual standard when it comes to things like this, I do like these shots of Stingray being knocked around and battered and, and bruised. There is that one terrible shot of it in a, I think it's in a whirlpool, I think it's uh, from Treasure Down Below, where one of the back sections is just sort of snapped and is pointing downwards. That's always a terrible shot that they keep coming back to, but uh, I do like seeing Stingray getting, getting crashed and uh, 
buried and various other terrible things happening to it. I don't get it, Bones. In the close-up shot, my left hand was operating the controls and I was wearing my aqua suit. And now in the wider shot, I'm working it with my... Oh, no, wait. It's now my left hand in uniform. But I'm still working it with my right hand in this other shot. What gives? There were thousands of feet of water above us. Not now, so let's get out and take a look. Better put on our skin suits and breathing gear. <laughs> yeah, what's the worst that could happen? The water might suddenly come back? Oh, I've given away the twist. Yeah, that's the twist for this episode, by the way. So let's take no chances. Give her a mask. Yeah, I never thought it had. What exactly is this expedition supposed to come up with? I mean, you would expect there to be more to this supposedly monumental discovery than just, oh, I don't know, just go down there and see what's what, I don't know. You're not even, like, recording any of this. You would think one of the scientists as well would want to come with them for this, but no, no, we'll just leave it to the Stingray crew. It's fine. We have this long shot of the Stingray crew walking through this um, subterranean world, and the walking doesn't look any better just because we're, we're shooting it from far away. It does, the set does look quite nice though, there's this sort of nice rolling fog along the bottom and a lot of the rocks are red to, to suggest heat. I'm just... What is this story? One moment this is an ocean, and then it becomes a desert. That just feels like the core idea of this show, of this particular episode. It's not a strong enough idea to build an entire story around. Nothing is actually happening. Now, I suppose it's a nice change of pace that they find this this new world, essentially, and they've not run into sort of, Mwahaha, I am evil Ray Barrett voiced bad guy and I am going to take over the world with just me and my one ship. I kind of like that they've not done that, but they've not really replaced it with, well, anything. Oh, there's a, is that a gecko? A sweet little gecko there watching them. But, I mean, they're just plodding along. This is Stingray. We should have a bit more action and excitement than this. Hey, we must be close to the center of the Earth. Yeah, that's where the heat's coming from. Hey, I didn't figure that this subterranean sea might be close to the center of the Earth. Wow. More wandering. Hmm. <sighs> What's wrong, Marina? She's bored. I'm bored. Bones, the water's coming back. Come on, back to Stingray and fast. I love the way that this catches them completely by surprise. It's like the water vanished without explanation. Did you not consider the possibility that it might return just as quickly? Why did you stray so far from Stingray? Why didn't you just stay there and make sure things were okay before you wandered off? With no real plan of anything. <sighs> this episode is like... I don't know, this feels like the sort of story that a child would write in a school classroom. That ultimately it has Stingray and the Stingray characters in it. 
but nothing actually happens. Oh, we found, we've made, made this major discovery. Will it change anything? No. Does it make any sense? No. I mean, where has the water gone? Why has it now come back? More importantly, what happened to that sweet little gecko? Um, again, it's, it's, I suppose it's admirable that there's no answers, but it's also kind of a big pile of so what this episode. They go for a wander, they get their feet wet, and now they're running back to Stingray. Big deal? Like, they're all swimming back to Stingray. You would expect with all the currents and and such going on. Maybe they could have stretched some drama out of this by... Maybe one of them's got swept slightly away from Stingray and they're, they're holding on to the top of the periscope or, or something. But no, they're just back and everything's okay. They have essentially taken the... Um, Monty Python and the Holy Grail approach to scientific discovery with this. It's just, ah, run away, run away. Some nice, pretty lighting effects on these rocks and some jolly music do not change the fact that there is no story here. I find this baffling. Why would you, why would you include this potentially very interesting and exciting story idea of this whole world beneath the Earth's crust. And then it's like, oh, wow, thank goodness we we went there, found nothing, and then went home. The subterranean sea has a tide like any other sea, except it's a little more forceful. And nothing interesting lives in it. Maybe, maybe many times a day. This sea has a flood tide every time. Oh, that's sweet. Oh, that is so sweet. While Troy and Phones are talking here, Marina is in the background picking up all of the books that have fallen off the bookshelf. Oh, she's a good girl. I guess there's no use trying to radio for help. How about the sound scanner? Maybe the gecko would come and help. I'm not sure it was a gecko, by the way. If anyone knows what little uh, reptilian chap that was that appeared in this episode, do please let me know. He is essentially the highlight of the story. Oh, we're not going to pad this out now, are we? We're not going to drag on looking for a way out with our air dripping away. Three hours in the same note. Oh, we are. Oh, this is hopeless, Troy. We've got to keep trying. It's all we can do. Well, usually you do a bit more than try. You come up with interesting and at least exciting stories. I'm, I want the regular Stingray where stuff happens. Please. Still the same now. Dull and monotonous. We're nearly there, Fawns. Are, are they heading up to heaven? That's what the music seems to be uh, implying. Oh, no, they've arrived in a... Nice little lagoon. So, you've got to imagine that the guys at the uh, underwater research camp are feeling pretty silly right now, knowing that there was, all this time, a back door into their subterranean sea. I wonder what part of the world we're in. I don't know. That just leads right to a beautiful, deserted, tropical island. I've been to a lagoon. 
Oh no, not deserted because there's a a, a girl on it, isn't there? So yeah, the Stingray crew minus Atlanta for some reason are now having their planned vacation on this island paradise that they found. There's no other signs of civilization except this one native girl dancing. And I've always imagined that this was like some stranded survivor of a shipwreck or a crash or something who was desperate for rescue. And Troy was just like, okay, we'll take you home, but first, you know, you've got to dance for me, woman. You've got to wait on me hand and foot. Marina's playing the guitar. What are you going to do? Wish you were here. All my love, Troy. Isn't that just my luck? Ah, oh, well, you see, Atlanta, you do um, not deserve, actually, to be treated the way you are at the end of this episode. Why Why can't you fly out and, uh, and join in their holiday? So they get a nice holiday, and Atlanta gets nothing. What did she do wrong? I don't like that. I don't like that Atlanta gets uh, short shrift there. She has a hard enough time with the whole Troy, Marina, Atlanta love triangle nonsense. Anyway, that was Subterranean Sea. Um, barely enough there to qualify as an episode of Stingray. It's just a huge pile of nothing. What was that? It's one of those episodes where you, you just think, really? Was there literally nothing else on the table? That you had to go and shoot that? And it's so... From, like, 50-plus years on, you do think you had all these wonderful people and all this this wonderful show you could have made something better than this I would gladly sacrifice this episode for the, the thought that they could have put the same resources to making something even halfway decent and it's not there's nothing here that sort of makes me angry it's just like what was that? there was barely any story there it's barely enough to fill a postage stamp. One of the lesser entries of Stingray, not one of the worst, but I certainly see why it hasn't lingered in my memory as much as some of the other, much better episodes. Toodaloo!